Several top U.S. universities say they will require standardized tests such as the SAT and ACT from applicants again. Some of them went test-optional during the pandemic. The schools include Dartmouth College, Georgetown University, and the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Dartmouth College in New Hampshire said students from other countries will need to submit results from those tests or an equivalent standardized national exam. Alan Coe is the founder of Cardinal Education, a company that helps students with college preparation, including applications. He said Dartmouth's announcement only made official what had been de facto true. He noted that between 80 and 90% of students admitted to top universities sent test scores, even when they were not required. Coe said students who attend international schools that use the A-level tests from Great Britain may not need to take the SAT or ACT since those tests are so well known. The tests from India may be useful, too. However, students coming from other countries should take the ACT or SAT. Andrew Taylor is a vice president at the nonprofit organization that runs the ACT. He said the tests are important for international students because they permit American schools to compare students even if they come from different educational systems. In an email message to VOA, a representative from the College Board, which runs the SAT, said the test plays an important role in helping international students be seen by colleges and universities. Test scores can confirm a student's grades or even demonstrate their strengths beyond what their high school grades may show. So if you are an international student planning to apply to college in the U.S., what should you know about the tests? The SAT has two parts reading, and math. Students can earn a top score of 800 for each part, making 1,600 a perfect score. The SAT is an adaptive test, which means the questions will change based on a student's answer to the previous question. As a result, the SAT takes less time for most students than the ACT. The ACT is the same for every student who takes the test on the same day. The ACT has four parts, math, science, English, and reading. The top ACT score is 36. Both tests are now available to be taken with a computer 
at international testing centers. For the most part, CO advises international students to take the ACT because it is much easier to get a perfect ACT score than a perfect SAT score. Based on how the final ACT score is calculated, Co said there are more ways to get to the perfect score of 36. For English learners, Co has this advice. So I'd say if your English is really strong all around, ACT could be great for foreigners, but I think for the average foreigner where English might be a little bit of a liability and math might be a little bit stronger, then the SAT may be a better test. Taylor of the ACT added that the ACT has a science section, so for students who may not be strong in science, the SAT could be a better choice. Both Coe and Taylor say students should take practice tests from both the ACT and SAT to decide which may be better for them. You can find more information online, such as testing dates and locations of test centers at the SAT and ACT websites. Coe and Taylor suggest that international students take the tests at least one year before finishing high school. If there is room for improvement, Coe said, students can practice and take it again six months later. Taylor reminded students that most schools will consider a super score, which is the best score from each test category. So there is no doubt that students do better um, if they take more than one test. So if they're in a position to be able to take more than one test, we would always recommend that. And give yourself the time to do some additional learning between tests. So, you know, think about where you struggle, think about where you can be ready and, and go from there. Arkar Chen of Myanmar took the SAT in 2016, one year after he finished high school. He studied for the test, but was still surprised at how difficult the reading part was. I would say that 80% of the time, I have no idea what, what it's asking. But the thing with SAT is that when you practice enough, you kind of see a pattern and you kind of know what answer the, uh, the test maker are looking for. In addition, Chen said students need to solve math problems quickly because each question has a limited time. There's no way you could do well without a lot of practice, he said. Chen said the concept of critical thinking was the biggest difference between American tests such as the SAT and the tests he saw growing up in Myanmar. The SAT, he said, tests a lot on your critical thinking skills. So I think that's why it can feel hard. Taylor of ACT says the test is part of the toolbox for colleges to decide about a student's ability to do well in school. More and more, Taylor said, higher ed is worried about graduation, not just about admission. 
So we need to give not only the higher education institution as much data as we can about the student. We also need to give the student as much data as we can about themselves. Coe observes that standardized tests favor a well-rounded student. So students who spend a lot of time studying math and engineering would be smart to spend time on reading and discussing books in English before taking the test. The parents of many international students are surprised to learn, as Ko said, Asian STEM-focused students are penalized the heaviest by American admissions officers for being very strong in math, but weak on reading. I'm Gina Bennett. And I'm Dan Friedel.